It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time, a huge welcome. We're so excited that you joined us. I hope that you're able to not only listen to this program, but check out some of our other amazing hosts and other programs out there. We have a variety of extremely awesome hosts and guests, and it's great if you're able to check them out. I know that you're going to be inspired by them just as much as I am. All right, I'm going to be welcoming back my amazing friend and monthly guest that I have on our program. Her name is Rhonda Armour, and she is just absolutely extraordinary. Uh, She always gives us some tips and tools. She has been such an inspiration in my life. I just love what she's doing and how she's really helping people out there. So welcome back, Rhonda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled especially on the first day of spring. <laughs> Yay! Me Yay. too. I hope this snow goes away so I can oh, really me feel too. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, would you mind, Rhonda, you know, telling us a little bit about yourself, you know, maybe reintroducing yourself to our brand-new listeners? Absolutely. Um, so I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach as well as a personal trainer, and I work with women all over the place because I do all of my work virtually, which is amazing. So I can, you know, see you wherever you happen to be. And really what I do is I provide custom coaching for women um, around not just nutrition, but around moving our bodies and sleep and stress management. Um, and one of the biggest pieces that I work uh, on clients or work with clients on is is mindset. Um, based on what you have going on in your life. We all live very uh, challenging, busy, you know, complicated lives. And so based on what you have going on in your life, we're trying to figure out together how we can weave healthy habits, again, pertaining to all the topics I sort of just listed, into your life in a way that works for you. And that's where the custom piece comes in because everyone is so different that the approach we have to take is different for each client. Um, and just so that mm-hmm. we can get everyone to a point where you feel really ha- happy and, and confident in the ha- um, healthy habits that you have as part of your life, um, because I want you feeling amazing every day because that's what you deserve. So that's what I, I do with, with my clients is really focus on, on, like I said, having healthy habits part of their life in a way that fits with their individual lifestyle. Absolutely perfect. That is great. And you recently just did something amazing for yourself. You just went on a a vacation, which, you know, we've talked about in different programs that how important it is just to do something for yourself. So how was that? Was it a good time? It was excellent. It was much needed. Um, Great opportunity to obviously disconnect from the the day-to-day grind, um, but also to give, you know, an opportunity. This is what we we get from when we step away from our routine and take some time away. It doesn't have to be, you know, an elaborate um, thing, but just some time away to do the opportunity to reflect um, on, you know, what's working, what's not working in my life. Um, and I think that's really important to do and so that you can come back with a fresh mind, uh, which I, I feel like I've done, uh, to, you know, some new perspective, um, you know, on how I want to run my life personally and in my business as well. So it was much needed. And I always, you know, oh, encourage my clients to 
to take, you know, time away, whether it is, you know, an extended vacation or even just a few days here and there, because we often just think we can just keep pushing and keep pushing, and, and we can't, not very effectively anyway. So it's good to be able to step away. So I'm grateful that I had the opportunity. Oh, that is excellent. And you sound amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was great. We we all need vacation now and then, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if it's only taking a couple of days and shutting off your phone on a weekend, you know, yeah. I think that's really important too. And I actually had done that this weekend and I felt nice. so amazing doing that and being able to get out into nature and just having that time. And uh, yeah. I think, yeah, we all can just do little bits at a time and, you know, it really helps. Yep, it certainly does. Perfect. Well, today we're going to be talking about self-compassion and nutrition. Um, we've talked about nutrition quite a bit on our program over yep. the last couple of years, and I'm really excited because we're going to, the self-compassion part, I don't think people realize how important that little intricate part of it really is. It, it, it really is. It's actually something that I talk a lot about um, with my clients is the way that they're speaking to themselves and um, and what they expect for themselves. And are we be, being realistic in those expectations? And I actually um, had come across um, this study that has, was recently done that I thought that it would be super relevant to what we talk about here. And now, mind you, it, it was the study was um, was done uh, with moms. But I think it really um, it can impact anyone, even if you're not a mom, right? But basically, the, the study, and it's not this wasn't like a super scientific study. It wasn't, you know, because of course it's very um, the data was self-reported, so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. But I think it was really relevant, and basically, it was um, looked at the relationship between self-compassion and sort of your body image, the way that you sort of look at yourself and treat yourself, and eating habits. Um, in, in these moms. And there was basically 100 moms that were asked to fill out a questionnaire. And uh, they were, you know, asked questions, you know, around self-compassion, like, you know, when you're going through a hard time, do you, you know, do you sort of treat yourself with, with care and tenderness and questions around body esteem, you know, what they, you know, think of themselves when they look in the mirror or their diet quality, um, you know, they also talk to ask some questions around their intuitive eating and emotional eating, that sort of thing. And it was the, the data that came together was really interesting and basically um, moms who scored higher on the self-compassion piece so who treated themselves a little better right were more likely to have a healthier relationship with food um, which was okay. which was amazing so basically their diets were of higher quality they were more likely to be really in tune with with how they eat they were intuitive eaters we weren't just eating based on a, you know emotion and, and things like that um, and they also found that moms that had higher levels of self-compassion also had higher levels of body esteem. So they felt better about themselves, regardless of size. It wasn't about, you know, the size of people or how much they weigh or anything like that. But there was a connection there. And I thought that was super interesting that if the way we treat ourselves seems, and, and I not only, you know, according to this study, but this is, I see this all the time with my clients. The more that my clients start to have a more positive self-dialogue, you know, that internal dialogue we have with ourselves, the more we are sort of in tune with how we are feeling and and how we're judging ourselves and all of those things, it really does translate into us feeling better about our body. It also translates to how um, how we eat, 
how we do we get caught up in the emotional eating if we're stressed or we're tired or we're bored or we're lonely all those things and when we're more when we're nicer to ourselves essentially it tends to translate to us putting better things in our body um which i thought was really interesting and you know when we're talking about mindfulness or self-compassion excuse me see people kind of say well what does self-compassion really mean right there's sort of three components to it and the first is is mindfulness piece right it's it's being consciously aware of what you're doing about what you're thinking and feeling and experiencing it's not it's very very much being present which we've talked about on this on the show before um there's also the common humanity piece it's recognizing that you are not you know, isolated in, in, in your problems that you have. It's a common thing amongst human humanity that we all have issues that we are challenged with. And so understanding that is, is a piece of self-compassion. And then the other piece of self-compassion is the self-kindness. It's being generous and, and decent to yourself in how you treat yourself. So it's, it's really, I just found it very interesting and I wanted to share it that if we can practice being a little bit more compassionate to ourselves uh again the mindfulness piece being kind to ourselves understanding that we are not weird or abnormal with how we you know we treat ourselves that maybe it might translate to you taking better care of yourself and i'm sure like this had to do with strictly around the eating habits but i'm i know for a fact because i see it all the time that it also impacts you know how people want to move their body they're, how much they're going to you know exercise and how they sleep and all those things it just comes together when we are a little nicer to ourselves so i just wanted to share it because i just thought it was really interesting that you know we, we've talked about it but now there's like this little study that came out that sort of proved what we were talking about um exactly. what we talked about before in the program yeah really oh i love that well and if people are reflecting right now they're listening to this and they're doing some reflection can you maybe share some baby steps? Because if they're now thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm not being compassionate to myself, what kind of baby steps can they start with? Yeah, I think the first piece is we have to pay attention. We have to pay attention to what we're saying to ourselves. Um, because that internal dialogue piece, we live in our own heads every day, right? It's not like we can separate ourselves from it and put our thoughts over here and we just conduct our life over here. We, we're one in the same. So paying attention to our thoughts is really important. And something that I've actually got some of my clients to do is to write those thoughts down if you feel like they are impeding you from moving forward in a positive way. So if you find yourself saying, you know, oh, I'm too tired, or um, I'm, I, can't, I don't have any time for this, or I'm, um, I can't be bothered to do that, or oh, look at me, I'm so lazy and unhealthy, or whatever those negative thoughts are that are sort of rumbling around in your head, Write them down because as soon as you start to write them down, they become less powerful. We're taking the power away from those thoughts um, so that we can sort of see the picture for what it really is. And then we can kind of go, wait a second, those are just thoughts that I'm having and there's actually no truth to them. And let's flip the script and say something positive instead. And that allows us to move forward in a more positive way and take on some habits that that are a little bit more positive. Um, so that's, that's a big thing, I think, is, is and I know it's a chore to be able to write things down, but every once in a while, if you catch yourself, again, if you're being aware and present, that you are saying not nice things to yourself, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I must be the only person that doesn't know how to eat healthy, or I'm so lazy, I can't just can't get off my butt and work out, or whatever those thoughts are, um, let's take the power away from those thoughts. I love that. And that's the first, the first piece. Yeah. Well, we yeah. talk a lot about journaling and the importance yeah. of journaling in all aspects of our lives. And it really makes sense because when we get it out there, it's not stuck inside of us. Yes. Yes. 
absolutely. It, it, t- it literally takes the power away. We can kind of see how ridiculous the thoughts are. It's like, really? I know I'm not lazy. Really? I know I'm not ridiculous. Like, it, it, it really can take the power away so that we can have some clarity to be able to say, okay, what's really at play here? Because listen, like I said earlier, it, 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 this doesn't mean that, you know, you're, you're not weird, you're not strange for having these thoughts. If this is a common thing, unfortunately, amongst humanity that we, we tend to be very hard on ourselves. And this, listen, this whole idea of being self-compassion uh, or showing yourself some self-compassion doesn't mean that you're always sort of giving yourself this get out of jail free card. Uh, and not having any accountability, but it, it's, it's understanding that sometimes we need to give ourselves a break and that there's lots of factors that are at play in our lives. Um, and, yeah. and when we start to be able to break those things down, then we can be able to sort of move forward in a more productive way instead of sort of getting lost in, in the thoughts that are going on in our heads. And, and then we just spin. It's like spinning your wheels over and over, and we don't make progress because we get too caught up. So to your point about journaling and, and just – then it doesn't have to be anything formal. It can be a scrap piece of paper that, that's laying around, and if you're like, oh, my gosh, my thoughts are just, you know, driving me crazy, jot them down. Have a look at them. Be reflective. Pay attention. Um, you just might surprise yourself at, at how you can sort of flip the script in your mind and start to show yourself a little bit more self-compassion. Is this also a good way to see what type of outside influences are really affecting us all? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. We've talked about on the show about boundaries before, right? And yeah, if, if there's things at work, there's things in your personal life, there's things with, you know, different relationships that you're having, um, these things all just catch up to us eventually. And again, if we're not paying attention to really what's at play or we're, so we're trying to just ignore it and hoping it'll magically go away, it probably won't, right? Um, so it's setting some boundaries for yourself to say, like, you know what, this is not what I'm able to take on right now. Or, you know what, this is, I need to address this issue and really, you know, take it on um, uh, uh, with, a, with sort of some, some uh, assertiveness and, and take care of this once and for all because it's sort of it's nagging at me and it's, it's dragging me down. Um, absolutely. So we have so many things that influence us, you know, and people, you know, situations and people that influence us day to day. And we don't always recognize that, that those things can be draining uh, on us. And some things we can control and some things we can't. So I always say control what we can control. Um, and, and, but, but being able to take time to reflect on those things um, is important so that we're getting to the root issue of things and we're not sort of just putting our head in the sand and assuming things will, will get better on their own. I find that we don't realize sometimes when there's those outside influences because yeah. we, we say something and it's in our head. It's like, where did that come from? And then, right. like, oh, well, that makes sense. And, but if you're writing mm. it down, that'll, I think you'll see it more. They'll have a bigger picture and you'll see yes. it'll be a lot clearer for you and have a little bit more understanding. And I think that's when your self-compassion will come and you realize, oh, that actually wasn't my words. That was from somebody else. Yes, a hundred percent. There's lots of influences in our lives, right? And I, I, you know, want us all to be the biggest influence in our lives, in our own lives. We know what works for us. We know what we like, what we don't like, you know, what makes us happy, what doesn't. And trying to focus on that is what, what really matters, right? Um, and it's easy. It's, it's easy to be hard on ourselves, right? Um, but and again, it's not a get out of jail free card, but it, it, I think that we have to understand when it's important to push ourselves and when it's important to, to dial it back a little bit. 
uh, and show ourselves some of that self-compassion. I think self-compassion can be also let's raise the bar a little bit. Like, you know what, let's, let's have some expectations of myself because I know I'm worth it and I know that I can do this. Uh, and we all always feel better for, you know, going in that direction as well, just as much as sometimes we need to dial it back and, and take a break. Uh, and a break can mean, doesn't mean, you know, it's a, it's a week away like I just took, but it can be a break of like, let's take 10 minutes and go outside and take a breath and see what's at play here. Um, and, but, but I think that, that, we have to understand that overall that the way that we treat ourselves and the way we talk to ourselves has huge impacts on the way we fuel our body with food, the way we're willing to move our body. Because when we're not, you know, for for beating ourselves up, then we're, 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 where are we doing that? We're usually sitting on the couch beating ourselves up. If we're positive and showing ourselves some self-compassion, then oftentimes, you know what, we're getting up, we're getting moving, we're feeling really good in our bodies. Uh, we're probably sleeping a lot better because we don't have all these negative thoughts rolling around in our head. We're managing our stress a little bit better. So it does have a big impact. But if we're not paying attention to how we talk to ourselves, uh, then it, that will really play a big role in your overall self-care. So how can we demonstrate this to our other members of our family and friends? Communication is key, right? I mean, my husband and I talk about this all the time. You know, like if, if we're not feeling so great or if, if I notice that he's, you know, starting to say some, you know, not so great things about himself or what the direction he's going, then we, we have to communicate. We have to, like, have conversations, tough conversations with our kids. Like I have two teenagers, right, and it's negative sort of, um, you know, headspace. They do bad on a test or, you know, a friendship is, you know, on the rocks or whatever it might be. And having that the open communication with, with those in our lives because, and this is why, why people bring me into their lives, my clients, right? Because sometimes, most times, we always feel better when we start to talk it out. We talked about just about journaling, that's talking with ourselves, right? But if we can talk to other people that in our household that we trust um, and that we're comfortable with, just having conversations can really sort of shed a light on what's at play. And away from those negative thoughts when we sort of say it out loud we go oh wait a second that kind of sounds silly why am i why am i saying those things to myself um so i you know where you can you know uh, engage with those in your life in your in your life whether it's people that live in your household or maybe it's close friends or other family members and have conversations because again remember i mentioned earlier about uh, earlier about the whole concept of you know common humanity you are not alone you are not the only person out there that thinks the thoughts that you have, you know, going on in your mind. Um, so, and that's part of why I, I wrote my book that we've talked about uh, in past mm-hmm. shows is, is you know, a lot of things that, that we, we think that we're struggling with, we think we're the only ones. And then you start to talk to the people and then they go, oh my gosh, I have that same feeling or that same thought or, you know, and you go, oh my gosh. And so when you can talk about it with other people, it gives you, they can offer potentially a new perspective, but just having a listening ear is really nice too. So let's let's talk. Let's have communication. Let's have dialogue between people that you trust and care about in your lives. It can go a long way. Oh, I love it. And so what type of nutritional tips do you have to go along with it? Um, I think when we talked about baby steps, I think the biggest thing if you're looking to um, make some changes to your nutrition because that will, you know, have you feeling good is to start really small don't try to change and overhaul your whole diet all at once because it won't go well. Um, start with one meal or one snack and and figure that out first. Now, we've talked in the past about the power of choices. So we've, we've talked about that a lot of times. And So give yourself some choices um, for one meal or one snack. 
um, and focus on that and be, build your confidence. So let's say, for example, you take breakfast and you go, you know what, my breakfast are not starting my day off on a, a note that I, I'm happy with. I need to explore some new breakfast options. Try some new things, right? You have to Google healthy breakfast options. You'll get a whole slew of things. Um, but um, start with one meal and, and, and sort of master that, if you will, before you start making other changes to your life. We need to make small changes. Um, and don't expect yourself to be perfect. Don't expect yourself to, to um, figure it out uh, in one day, right? It takes time to figure out these different healthy habits. I, you know, when I sign a new client, um, and they, they join me in this partnership, um, they're committed to at least three months with me for a reason because it takes time to change our habits and our mindset. And even after three months, we don't always have it all figured out. Most times we don't, and that's okay. It's a, it's a continu- continuous process. But, but yeah, start. I, I like to start with one meal. Pick one meal. I don't care what meal it is each and every day to make sure that that meal is serving you well. You know what? I think that's probably one of the best tips ever because – we think that when we start making changes in life, we have to do it all at once. And we yes. don't realize that when we do that, we actually oh. fail more often than not. Yes, absolutely we do. It's too, it's, far, it's too much. It's too much. Now, that doesn't mean that, okay, well, I'm going to fix my breakfast and all my other meals can be, you know, pretty crummy. Um, I'm not saying that. But let's, let's pay attention and zero in on one area. Build your confidence and go, okay, I can do this. And when you feel like you're ready, then you can move on to another yes. meal or snack. Um, and, and take baby steps because that's what's going to allow you to have success and build some momentum. Um, yeah, if you try to do it all at once, yeah, it'll be short-lived. I promise you that. It will be short-lived. And then you get frustrated, mm-hmm. and then you're, you're back to square one. So take baby steps, and that's part of being self-compassionate too is understanding what you're actually willing and, and, and able to take on and acknowledge that and go, I'm not, I'm not able to take on all three meals of the day and all the snacks. I'm going to, I know what my boundaries are, my limits are, and I'm going to take on one thing at a time, and that's me being nice to myself. See, that's why I love having you back on here. Like, <laughs> it just makes sense, right? When somebody actually says it out loud, it makes right. sense. Right, right. And it, listen, it's not easy. I've said this before. I, and I, this is, if you've read my book, it's all in my book. It is not easy for me either. So I don't come here and claim to have, you know, all the answers or, you know, pretend that it's easy because it's not. It's a challenge for me each and every day. It's a challenge for my clients each and every day. So if, if you're listening and it's a challenge for you, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. But we get it, right? But it starts with this whole idea of, of being self-compassionate and, and understanding what we're capable of. And um, so it, it's, not, it's not easy. But if we continue to just focus on doing incrementally better each day, the smallest step, right, can keep us moving in the right direction. Then you're, you're doing all you can. You know, we're, we're just we're not stay, staying stagnant. That's what we don't want. We want to continue exactly. to move forward, no matter how small the step. So, Rhonda, how can our listeners check you out? Do you have some social media there? And you were mentioning your book. How can they go and check that out too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, Rhonda Armor Coaching. Um, you can follow me there. Um, and my website is the best place to sort of um, to whether you want to reach out. Um, my book is available on my website. Um, it's available on Amazon as well. Um, and so it's, it's rondaarmorcoaching.com. Um, if you want to join my newsletter or sign up for a complimentary consultation, it's all there. I'm happy to help you know, any um, you know, person struggling with anything. Don't think that your issues are abnormal or too small or too big um, because we all have things that, that are, you know, 
worth the while to discuss and, and to talk about and hash out, um, uh, myself included. Uh, I have my own coach for a reason um, because it's, it's nice to have somebody to partner with. So, um, yeah, you can find me in all of those places. Perfect. And to let all of our listeners know, we do post that on our social media so that you can go and just click on the link there and go check her out. Perfect. Oh, my gosh, Rhonda. Thank you so much for today. I have Thank learned you. so much. I've been writing notes the entire time. You know, <laughs> I love doing this because these are the kind of things that I pass on to my friends and family because I really think it's it's really important to be able to do that is to pass it on, to pay it forward, to inspire as many people as we can. And having individuals like yourself on the Divas That Care really does that. So I hope even with our listeners, make sure you take these tips and send them to your family and friends. I think it's really important. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure being here. I love how we have real conversations that are impact, you know, I'm sure 99% of the population. So exactly. um, thank you for, <laughs> for the forum. I really, really appreciate it uh, and for having me again. Oh, you are so welcome. Well, we'll have you again uh, next month here. And uh, I can't wait for that too. I'll be here. <laughs> awesome. And a huge shout out to all of our listeners, you know, our new ones and our ones that have been with us for the last 13 years. Yes. 13 years in over 30 countries now, and I'm so excited about that. Thank you to everybody that's out there. You know, make sure that you check out these calls, but check out all the other ones, and like, comment, and share as many as you can, because that really supports all of our amazing guests out there. Thank you again, Rhonda. Thank you to all of our listeners, and please remember to do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.